0: on everybody it's that time of the week it's friday you know what that means it's time for your favorite podcast the shw podcast this is our wrestling i'm b double brandon Benefield, alongside the great gerard bonner and the beautiful diana michelle uh by the way shout out yeah yeah Uh, shout out tapped out nick tapped out myron i see your shirt there diana yeah
1: support your friends guys yeah your friends they're always coming to our
0: shows and uh shouting us out so yes anyways we're coming off of a big show by the way shw 54 um and we're on the cusp of a massive show Mm. shw still here five can you believe we're almost at five years old oh my goodness we're uh,
1: still toddlers but mm -hmm. i know
0: yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) but uh 54 was just last friday Mm -hmm. and i mean talk about a build up to shw still here five it was insane and it wasn't we said this leading into it it wasn't going to be one of those like filler shows it's in between the rumble jack and still here no this show went all out and uh all (laughs) not that all all out yeah Yeah. all out all in uh no but it went just crazy with great matches but i felt like correct me if i'm wrong it seemed like after every segment or every match some sort of chaos happened it was uh Pretty pretty intense. It was. Wouldn't you say?
1: It was. It was very <laughs> exciting. You had to stay on your toes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking around everywhere. You never know who was gonna come over what rail, what corner. face
0: right. uh, faces unexpected. Well, starting out the show, GB, you were trying to do our show open <laughs> and uh fill us in, fill the fans in on uh, what happened if they weren't.
2: Yeah, there. we were we were trying to open up the show and before we knew it, uh we were interrupted. By the uh, bloodied body of one David Ali, who was getting trounced by the End Game. Now, of course, he was supposed to be part of the main event in a six-man tag against the End Game, and the End Game just couldn't wait. So obviously, they had started beating him up backstage, threw him out, and just—I mean—this is one of the most brutal, one-sided beatings I've ever seen, and his yeah. tag team partners. Uh, Gunnar Miller and Corey Hollis had not arrived at the building yet which the end game knew and so there was nobody who you know was able to come out and save David Ali the savior was in need of saving and nobody was present and uh, he got bloodied and bludgeoned and it really made us question whether or not we would see David Ali for the rest of the night.
0: Well, and the thing is, too, GB, this came right off of us doing the pre-show. Which, by the way, fans, right? Uh, watch our pre-shows; we're there live, seven to seven thirty every time we have one of the big SHW shows. Tune in on the Facebook page, Facebook Live. We do a quick rundown, a quick uh, preview again of the show. And uh, GB, you even said you said, just watch. I bet Endgame's going to do whatever they can to take this guy out heading into the anniversary <laughs> show. And the show started off with a bloody, battered David Ali. <laughs> I'm
2: almost wondering if him doing the pre-show was a mistake. Like, right. because clearly they attention. were able to see that he was here. yeah. And, you know, I don't know where they were, but they obviously
0: knew he was by himself. And so and I knew, he knew got, that. You was know,
1: available to everybody there. So. Here's mm-hmm. the
0: thing. You know how I know they were watching? I know they were watching because I kept referring to our champion as Judeus. And then when I went backstage mm-hmm. after the pre-show, I was accosted. By the Mm. end game saying it's Judas. Get it right or pay the price.
2: Wow. Well, there it is.
0: So I know they were watching and that's probably you're probably right. I mean, it was great to have David uh, surprise us on the pre-show, but that could have uh, (laughs) proved to be the downfall for him, at least at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we did
1: have a little bit of smack to talk again.
0: Yeah. So you're saying he brought Mm -hmm. it on himself. So it wasn't our fault. So we're in the i theater. wouldn't say it
1: was our <laughs> fault we were available that we were doing what we do
0: we're just doing our jobs
1: we're just doing our jobs david wanted to um come out and say his piece again yeah. and, and um we're always glad to see david we're always glad to see, especially when he's been in chicago for 10 11 months now and he comes home and and trying to take the title back you know and i don't i don't know he's got beef with judas and with todd mm-hmm. and now nick so of course he's gonna sound when have we ever known david not to have something to say
0: yeah yep yep well i tell you what he uh we weren't sure at that point if he would make it to the main event um of course we did find out later what would happen there we'll get to that as we do our recap here but Let's start out with the first match, the first official match, not the first <laughs> segment of the show, but the right. first official match, which uh, turned out to be Nogacism and Ashton Starr. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, going into mm. this, we were, I was curious. I even said it to GB on commentary, you know, how is this going to work out? Because both of these guys, I thought, I think, and still are fan favorites. And mm-hmm. I was curious to see kind of how the fans would would go in this match. And it was fairly even for both guys throughout the match. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing to think about was, you know, Ashton's got this ongoing thing with movie Mike, whether he likes it or not. And then nausea has this ongoing thing with Owen Knight and mm-hmm. both of them, we weren't sure if they were in the building. We knew Owen had a match, but we weren't sure if they were in the building for this opening match. So we didn't know what was going to happen, but, uh, I thought it was a great way to kick off the show. GB, you called it an instant classic and, and that's no hyperbole. I mean, it was that good. It right? really was. Yeah. It
1: really was. I um I could watch that match again. Mm-hmm. Honestly, them them being matched up in any kind of situation, I think is it's just gold. I mean, they they played off each other pretty well. They they the whole battle was was just like a beautiful dance, if you will. Um of course, Nadia, we understand why Nadia and Owen have beef. We understand that. Yeah. I am confused. So hard, so hard confused. What is that movie, Mike? And I swear to God, this is definitely, mean, I'm gonna say it again. It is so single white female. <laughs> I know that's a movie, it's a drama, it's a horror, it's whatever, but that is exactly what this is. It's creepy. Here's
0: the thing I and, need and, and, somebody
1: to understand. I just well, need some understanding.
0: We'll get to it in a minute. And it actually got posted earlier this week uh, mm-hmm. on, yes. on social media in case people didn't see it there at the show. But we'll, before we get to, The video that Movie Mike sent in, Uh, GB, we'll get your thoughts before we get there.
2: Yes. Yeah, you know, uh, it was wild. And the mind games that happened uh, on both sides from both Owen Knight and Movie Mike made this match even crazier, considering both of their musics played and uh, nobody showed up. And, you know, obviously, well, I don't know. I don't know that we give the results away or not, but you can watch it on Ivy TV. But either way, the the reports already
0: the reports already been put out, so don't worry about it. Spoilers are
2: out there. Uh, Ashton Starr ends up winning the match, but again, after the match, I will say I was so confused that night that I'm actually glad that you know the movie Mike promo dropped because I really got a chance to to see it and experience it, and I went this guy, you know, he. I'm trying to figure out the words to properly, you know what this is like? It's like when you meet somebody on social media and you swear you're their friend and then you go to meet them in person and they don't recognize you because probably, you know, your, your avatar is different. You know, you don't look as advertised. You think you're closer to them than they think they're closer to you. And it gets really awkward. That's what it feels like we have right now. Yeah. And uh, movie Mike is not happy <laughs> at all. And this, you know, this, this, this feels like a lot of shows right now. It feels like that show you, it feels like, yeah, this is a problem. And I'm actually concerned for the well being of Ashton star. He needs to have somebody rolling with him on the regular, because I feel like movie Mike, I don't know. He might pull up somewhere. Yeah. You,
1: and not you, just Ashton, but maybe Ashton's loved ones, I'm afraid.
0: Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. who knows?
1: I'm, I'm talking going complete single white female movie on this because it is it's creepy. So if it you is. haven't
0: seen it, uh and if you weren't there last Friday, it was posted on the socials earlier this week. Uh the movie Mike music video, I guess we'll call it. It was um GB, you might have to help me on a date here. Was it early 2000s? Eminem, uh, so Eminem, oh, had yeah, named, had a guy named Stan, Stan. That was stalking yeah, Stan. him, mm-hmm. and Ashton Starr now, in turn, has a guy named Movie Mike, for lack of a better term, stalking him. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it was maybe early 2000s, late 90s, somewhere in there, but it was Eminem and Dido put out a song called Stan, and uh, this was, I guess, maybe Movie Mike's version, and it was, um. If you're familiar with that song, you would mm-hmm. appreciate this song because yes. I got to tell you, when I heard it, as weird as it is, and I know it's weird and it's it's creepy, but man, it, it kind of made me chuckle. There was a point where in the stand song where he's kidnapped, to your point, Diana, uh, kidnapped a family member or something, or maybe, I don't remember what it was, but there's, you hear somebody screaming in the background. And, and anyways, in this video, you hear screaming and then he says, quiet, Danny, quiet on the set. And he's yes. like referring to Danny Jordan. I'm like, wait, yes. what? what's happening here? And yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: the was part that's pretty that creative. I was like, yeah, that's the part I went, it wait, what? A bit creepy?
1: It's creepy. Yes,
2: yeah, creatively creepy. Mm-hmm. So
0: clearly at the show when that video played, uh, Ashton was just as disturbed by it by uh, or as the rest of us were, and uh decided to get on the mic and basically lay out the challenge and say, Look, you want an invitation from me? fine meet me at still here five and of course we saw the poster that was released earlier this week that match has been made official it will be movie mike and ashton star and of course as the next couple weeks go we will talk more and more about the card uh to build up still here five but uh, man what an interesting turn of events that was with movie mike and and you've been saying it we've been saying it for months now ever since he arrived in shw is he stalking him? Is he trying to become tag team partners? Is he is he trying to challenge him to a match? Like, what exactly is happening? And then we see this video and we're like, all right. That's it's what we thought it was, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, I, I feel like the match wasn't his end game. Sorry. It just <laughs> wasn't. Um, it was really, I think he wanted to be connected. You know, it's kind of again that person that you think is your friend in your head. You've developed an entire story about who they are to you, and then you realize that they don't see the same thing, and it causes some people to go off of the deep end. And I think that's where Movie Mike is, and that's scary.
0: There's a there's a movie from the early to mid '90s called Ace Ventura, and I'm sure you guys have seen yes, it. Yes, uh, that's detective. That was my jam back in the day. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, there's a character called Ray Finkel. Who was a Mm -hmm. bit of a stalker to Dan Marino, and so when Ace Ventura finds the box full of belongings to Ray Finkel, he's going through them. And uh, I posted the clip on social media, which was I I said was our reaction to seeing uh, movie Mike's video where Ace Ventura goes, obsessed much, (laughs) and that's exactly (laughs) how I felt. Which was obsessed much, yeah. So exactly, it was uh, yeah. It's creepy, but uh, anyways, moving on from there, we had uh, we heard from our general manager, Gary Lamb, who uh, came out just to greet the crowd, as he tends to do, and he was interrupted by a gentleman we saw at the Rumble Jack, who, mind you, was not ever an official mem- uh, entrant in the Rumble Jack, but he was there. His name's Alexander Lev, and he showed up again here last Friday and interrupted Gary and again wanted uh wanted some competition wanted to fight somebody in the locker room uh he claims he's faithful still not quite sure to what um and he refers to us and the roster and everybody that works at shw as addicts um uh, again of what we're not sure uh but gary's finally had enough of them after what two months or was it has it been Mm -hmm. three months maybe two months at least being interrupted by alexander lev and uh He said, all right, I'll give you a match if you want a match. Now, we knew that Cyrus was supposed to be in the building because we had seen a a flyer saying he was going to be there. We're going to find out what's next for Cyrus. I assumed it was going to have something to do with uh, Cruel, seeing as how the last couple of months they've kind of been involved in each other's business. Turns out we'll get to that later in the show here. But uh, at this moment in time, Cruel comes. I mean, uh, Cyrus comes out. And boy, did you see the look on Lev's face? When mm-hmm. he realized, it was like the regret immediately hit him when uh, yes. when that music hit. And everybody in the building recognized that music. And we all went, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. pure
1: joy to announce Cyrus to the Ring. so
0: just pure spe- joy. On that note, Diana... So Impact has posted some clips already on uh, social media. And if you haven't seen them, you can go on SHW's Instagram and see some of the clips as uh, people were making their entrances. And I think his uh, caption was something about how excited you were during your uh, <laughs> intro. Because oh, uh, yeah. yes. you really laid it in when you announced mm-hmm. Cyrus's name. It was awesome. I ground
1: that one out good. It felt <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. You're a mad woman of the night. Yep. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I don't understand a lot of things, apparently, (laughs) because I say that a lot. But I I guess I'm going to have to sit down with uh, Mr. Lev and find out what he is faithful to
0: Mm. and
1: and what all of us are addicted to and Mm -hmm. and what the contrast is there, because I I don't I don't get it. I'm addicted to love. You know, you might as well face it. (laughs) But I, I don't know about the faithful. I don't. I don't understand where his, what his angle is. So uh, somebody
0: help me out if you guys know. GB, what, what was what was it we said the other night? Might as well face it. He's addicted. He's addicted to punishment. Addicted
2: to punishment. Indeed. Right. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, addicted indeed. to
1: having his foot in his mouth because he's eating a lot of that.
2: He has. I, I wonder at what point he will uh, either tell us what we are addicted to, or find another way to enter into shw i mean it's clear he wants to find his way here he keeps interrupting of all people gary lamb which
1: i don't understand why
2: like that's a death wish nobody interrupts gary because particularly if you are brand new if you're a stranger nobody knows who you are probably not the way to get entry maybe he's faithful
1: to being annoying
2: that's possible (laughs) too could be i mean he's certainly committed to it
0: I will. I will say this to his credit, uh, as as crazy as it seems, he really. I mean, he's going all out. He's shown up. Yes. Grabbed a mic. He's taken the initiative to get on a mic and show up in front of the SHW crowd, who are not Mm -hmm. easy to please, mind you. Especially, like you said, GB, if you're a newbie. um, Mm -hmm. So, the fact that he's getting out there two months in a row, at that, so I, more power to him.
1: Being a newbie is being hard, but but coming out and interrupting canton's prince their king gary lamb i mean he he is the godfather of canton i will say that they love him there so that's a that's immediate dismissal when it comes to the canton fans
0: yeah yeah well who knows what's going to happen with lev after that but what we do know is that uh we had to send some people in from the back to scrape them off the mat when Cyrus was yes. done with them because uh yes. man, Cyrus just bulldozed right through him, which was uh that
1: stains all night. Yeah,
0: which mm-hmm. was which was kind of fun to see, I'm not gonna lie. But uh yeah. anyways,
1: uh almost as fun as him doing pepper bottom that way, but you know, we'll we'll take
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you know, I thought about this afterwards, and this is totally I'm taking a complete left turn here. But you brought up Pepper Bottom it made me think of the Rumble Jack and as I went back and watched Rumble Jack on iwtv the part when uh the rumble when the lumberjacks came out led by butterbean and butterbean just laid out pepper bottom with mm-hmm. that right cross and i really wished i would have said or gb would have said down goes pepper bottom down goes pepper bottom you know <laughs> just a good boxing call you know that and I thought about it as I watched it back and went, oh, there's a missed opportunity. But anyway, that's
2: funny. That's you funny. Get another
1: chance. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, what a great, what a great visual that was. But anyways, speaking of Pepperbottom, that brings us to match number three on the card. The tag team championship match. The hierarchy. On? Huh? Are you talking to me? What happened? Uh-oh. What happened? Diana. Are oh. you there? Oh, yeah. we you here. go I think. I, yeah. <laughs> because y'all both go. froze maybe it's me oh sleep. okay yeah maybe I our weather you were frozen oh well, i was frozen because y'all were
1: both yeah. like oh okay, okay.
0: <laughs> i heard you say what's going on and then you went like this and then i thought yeah. you were just staying very still and so <laughs> anyways, hey you know what folks that's what happens when we're uh, doing this on the internet I so love it. Uh, that's right I love it. in the world it's the, it's 2023 the world of zoom it's the world we live in it but is. um anyways bringing us to match number three, the tag team championship match, the hierarchy defending against exotic youth, Pepperbottom and Zach Mosley. And uh, GB, you nailed it when they were making their entrance. You said, you know what, B-Dub? You're probably not going to want to even talk right now. So I'll just take it. And I said, by all (laughs) means, go right ahead. So (laughs) as far as talking about this match, I'll let you go ahead and take it. What what were your thoughts? Well, you know, I, I... I
2: maintain that exotic youth is very dangerous right now, and they're dangerous for a few reasons. A, you never know which combination of them will show up. In this case, it was uh, Mosley and Pepperbottom. We always had to look over our shoulder because we didn't know if Bryce Cannon was going to show up because he can show up at any given time. Then you have the situation with, you know, on paper, it seemed like this should have been a no-brainer for the hierarchy, But as I have come to learn with exotic youth, they're going to figure out a way to get the upper hand. And there were several moments where they had the upper hand, and we almost thought that this thing was going to be over. But before we even get into that, probably the one question of the night I had was, Brandon, how in the world did you get Jake the Snake's phone number? Like, I'm just everybody
1: asked me that.
2: Everybody wanted to know.
0: You know what's interesting is Huck asked me that and and what I wonder is how Jake being the booker and he books All Star Special on a show, how does Huck not already have his number? How does he how does he get a phone call from Jake and not know it's Jake? That's what I want well, to know. I don't
2: know if Jake called him, if Jake called, you know, his partner, a lot of if they have that a,
1: on Messenger so you don't have to give out numbers, but you or, or if they called the
2: third member and the third member does the booking stuff for them. I don't know. Now, here's the thing.
0: I didn't give out my number. Apparently, somebody in the front office gave it out. And since he needed to contact us in the middle of the show, I guess whoever gave it to him said, here's what here's the commentary's number. Text this guy. And here's the thing. It came from an unknown number. So maybe it wasn't Jake after all. Maybe it was just some random person. I don't know. (laughs) Could you imagine?
2: (laughs) Can you imagine if somebody was impersonating Jake and that really wasn't supposed to happen? Yikes. No, no, it you're was Jake. Fired. Yeah, yeah, I, I no. was going to say, I, yeah. It,
0: but... it was it was Jake, but you're right, GB. So it was a bizarre thing. This normally doesn't happen. Uh, as mm-hmm. any longtime fans know, uh, you know, I almost felt like Michael Cole with the uh, anonymous Raw GM opening mm-hmm. the computer and saying, may I have your attention, please? I have a yeah. message from <laughs> yeah. our general manager. Um, but anyways, yeah, he, he said, you know, tell uh, Jeremy Prater to hit the bricks. We don't need his mm-hmm. services for this match. And uh, we got a special guest ref, and it turned out to be Hold My Beer Hansen. And uh, not only that, GB, but we had a full all-star takeover. You even said on commentary That's because we were joined by uh, Will Huckabee.
2: That's right. So uh, trust me, if you uh, don't normally watch the show on IWTV and you, you attended live, you'll need to go back and watch because you <laughs> just need to hear Huck on commentary. That's all I got for you, folks.
1: Look, you don't get to hear a whole lot it. from Huck during the show because he's, he's doing this thing, but he's magic on the mic now. He
2: is. As opposed to movie on the mic, so I get it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think totally you gotta watch for that because there were some interesting exchanges that happened on commentary after certain looks happened from the ring that you'll just need to observed it made yes. for a very interesting
0: time yeah mm-hmm. uh diana your thoughts I- i'll tell you this and then you can tell me what you think i was happy at least that the hierarchy left the show still with the titles in hand that's all i'm mm-hmm. gonna say about it i You're... wasn't
1: in any other way i'm sorry
0: right exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't happening i had to pull somebody off myself
0: Drag somebody off myself. Diana's in there breaking up the pinfall. Yeah, right, I mean, right, I'm in there right. elbows
1: on the back <laughs> and necks or stuff. I mean, kicking off my heels and just jumping in. Pulling you know, referees
0: out of the ring and whatnot.
1: <laughs> I mean, somebody else did that that night. So, I mean. Yeah,
2: we'll get we'll into that for that. sure. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. well, I thought,
1: no. that, I thought right, this match went back and forth more than it should
2: <laughs> mm.
0: Well, here's the thing. And much like last month, it was controversial because – Exotic youth entered in and just interfered. And basically, we had to throw the match out. There's just right. no, I mean, hierarchy retained then by technicality, just because the mm-hmm. match basically got thrown out. In this right. case, one could say, and it was kind of fun debating with GB, me and Huck on commentary that maybe the ref was a little controversial maybe there was a bit of a slow count and uh it was it was pretty funny because gb's like Whoa, what's he doing hurt. and i was like what are you talking about that's a normal count what are you talking about and then while i'm saying that huckabee's going well that's a hard ring you've never been in yeah. there gb it's like yeah. it... <laughs> anyways right hard.
1: it's not i mean so, you don't want to do it again so you have <laughs> yeah. to take your time shake it off you so know?
0: i i could see where certain parties Exotic Youth specifically would be mm-hmm. uh, pretty fired up and would say that it was a controversial match and that they were cheated out of the belts. However, there
1: is no way I that have no they could ever say that in with a straight face, knowing well, that, all the crap they've done.
0: That's what I'm getting at. Is, is yeah. I have no uh, I do don't feel bad for them at all because they screwed over All Star Special last month. Many so, times. anyways, Many we get another text from uh, our great Booker Jake the Snake Roberts after the match announcing. For SHW Still Here 5, the titles will be on the line once again, but this time in a triple threat tag team match. We're going to get all three teams that have been embroiled in this feud for the last several months, and we're going to see the hierarchy defending against All-Star Special and Exotic Youth on the biggest stage in SHW history, the fifth five-year anniversary, Still Here 5, October 6th. So that should be a good one, and I can't wait for that. But again, like I said before, We will get into all those matches here uh, in the coming weeks. But, uh, all right, moving on from that match, the Kenway and Kyle Mm. Matthews. Mm -hmm. Much like we thought about with Nodgesism and Ashton Starr, we thought this has all the makings to be a really, really great match. And Mm -hmm. I think up to a certain point it was until the Kenway kind of lost his cool again uh because well diana do you want to remind the folks what happened at the beginning of the of the match where he came out he goes last month we saw him and he kind of showed a different side where he was kind of using some underhanded tactics and then
1: ugliness just came out
0: yeah he came out on friday and kind of changed the tune a little bit it seemed like
1: came out on friday and asked for the mic he apologized to the fans apologized to kyle for the underhanded tactics that he used at the jack against kyle i didn't hear him apologize for what he did to chip but that's a whole nother story. Um, And wanted a fair fight. He he wanted just wanted a, a, a nice fight. But then what happened? Hmm. He lost his mind again. What's going on with this dude? What's going on? I thought he wanted to be, you know, had this great legacy and, and yada yada. But this, I don't think this is really what he wants to leave his name on. This type of behavior. But then again, maybe it is. Maybe he's realizing that Chip, a technical wrestler of the year. Kyle, technical wrestler of the year. He's got some big shoes to fill if he's going to come up, come up on on both of them, either one of those. Yeah, those guys. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's feeling like that's about the only way he can get a hand up. I don't know. What is his deal?
0: What do you think? Well, well, GB. I mean, we saw throughout the match just how he was getting more and more frustrated as the match went yeah. on. It seemed like, didn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it certainly did, and. You know, it it starts to make me wonder, like, what was the entire apology about if at the end right. of the night you were going to just do the same thing you were doing anyway? And so that's the wild part, man. Like, I'm trying to understand what's going through the mind of the Kenway. I get being frustrated because you lost a match. I get it. You really wanted to win. We're a competitive space. I understand. And you haven't been able to find out where the wins are since you know losing the JTS legacy championship but this isn't the way you know if you remember he was on our podcast uh several weeks back and he talked about these family members of his that all kind of went down a certain path and he was trying not to go down that path but doesn't feel like he's resisting that very much and so if that's the future of the Kenway is this
1: the real Kenway though
2: Again, going back to you, we'll never forget that pre-show when, uh, you know, Chip Day came on and Chip Day told us that the Kenway had us all fooled. And we were like, whatever do you mean, kind sir? And there was a certain passion that he had about it that you were like, he means this, but he's getting it from somewhere and we don't know. Well, it didn't take long for it to come out. To your point, I think we are seeing what Chip Day was talking about all along.
0: Yeah, uh, and I and where does it go from here? I don't know, but uh, we shall see. And uh, but again, up to that point, great match. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's got all yep. the talent in the world. Yeah, uh, just depends on just how needs he decides to, keep his to head use level. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like
1: I'm, I'm going to apologize because I'm going to win tonight. But when I don't win, or if I feel like I'm going to lose, then screw the apology, and we're just going to go back and be whatever it is. But I don't know.
0: No telling, but uh, after that matchup, um, actually, uh, let me preface this by saying earlier in that week before SHW 54, we'd seen a video released online, uh, Nathan Mowry, who a lot of fans know as one of our camera guys, he's has the kill Billy. Yeah. He's become a professional wrestler in his own right has, uh, toured the country. We've seen him a lot in the Southeast, uh, a lot in the death match scene, GB, you and I have had the pleasure of, well pleasure uh, kind of shock or whatever you want to call it of calling Mm -hmm. a number of his matches. And we've seen him involved in some wild, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a wild and crazy guy. And uh, it was, um, he was, he was training and he was trying to film some of his uh, training and out of nowhere, sunny days in full sunny days, regalia shows up Mm. and just beat the tar out of him. Even with a, uh, he had this uh, a weapon I'd never seen before. Like a it was barbed like, wire whip or something. Yeah, it was like a whip mm-hmm. made out of barbed wire and just laid it to, uh to uh, Nathan Mowry, uh the Killbilly. And And uh, anyways, so Nathan was on camera doing his normal job the other night. And uh, I decided to get in there and ask him his thoughts to see where his mind was at, what was going on with what had happened with Sunny Days earlier that week. And I will tell you what, This was the first time that the SHW fans have had a chance to really hear Nathan Mowry speak and, Mm -hmm. uh, and give his thoughts like that. And man, I give him an A plus for, for his first ever promo in front of the SHW Mm -hmm. faithful because he knocked it out of the park and man, it was giving me chills and he was getting the reaction from the crowd and just the things he was saying, you think about, you know, pull the curtain back a little bit. And he was talking about Dylan, sunny days, Dylan, call him whatever you want. But He and Nathan go back years and years and years, years before SHW ever started. And Nathan was a big part of helping start SHW with Dylan. And of course has been there since day one. And, um, from what I gather, once Nathan decided to become a pro wrestler, Dylan just basically laughed in his face and was like, yeah, "Yeah, right. You'll never cut it. And then you saw the attack in that video. And, uh, well what'd you guys think of nathan in the ring it was wild
1: he's got passion man yeah yeah it's deep i mean when you find something that you really want really want to do and you share that with people who are close to you and, and that's been with you for so many years and through different things and you built things together and then find out that they don't actually support you or want you to do well and what you're passionate about that could be very hurtful and i think that's where a we're getting this Nathan Mowry from the Killbilly is actually his passion is for wrestling. His passion is for death matches. His passion runs deep and and for sunny Days slash Dylan to not support his best friend in his passion and endeavors to be a professional wrestling wrestler is, I can feel the hurt, but at the same time, I don't want to be on the other side of the ring with this Killbilly. Mm-hmm. Y'all seen the stuff that he does? You have? I don't want to be on the other side of the ring when he gets crazy like that because he's not going to stop. Hmm. I know you guys have seen uh, his post from this past week where he almost bled out. and He's ready to go into another death match this weekend. Holy crap. I mean, he can't be killed.
0: Hmm. GB, he's going he into a match this weekend called the Grundle Run, which we called. He was there last year, and we called that match with oh, Tank. This, yeah. this year, he's going into a, the same show, but he's fighting Cruel. This guy's nuts. Cool. And he just, yeah, like you said, Diana, just got stitched up. It was like 40 something stitches, I think. And he yeah. was showed... cutting
2: his arm was deep.
0: I was gonna yeah. say, if you're if you're queasy, don't go and look at these pictures on social media, but mm-hmm. they were pretty mm-hmm. gruesome. And uh yeah, yeah they patched him up covered and covered in blood. And now he's mm-hmm. got cruel at the Grundle run, which uh we may end up calling that one, GB. Who knows? But it's gonna be nuts. Yeah. And yeah. uh what do you think, GB, of this whole promo?
2: You know, um it was something that felt very personal to me. You know, I know what it's like to have somebody who whose opinion matters to you. Uh, I had that happen. They they told me that if I uh, if nobody could ever find out that I was enjoying wrestling or going to WrestleMania, because if I did, no one would take what I do seriously. They told me to my face, someone who was like a father to me, and so the irony that here I am fully in the pro wrestling business, you know, and still not getting their support, you know, is something that you have to live with. You have to deal with and you have to decide, do you allow your personal dreams to go to the side because of who won't support or do you continue to go after it? In my case, I'm not getting in the ring with them, but you better believe my support or excuse me, my, my success is, as big of a wrestling win as anything else. Uh, the killbilly has the privilege of getting in the ring with the friend who didn't support him. And you better believe he is going to put the boots to to Dylan to sunny days. But that level of pain is a real emotion that a lot of people have to deal with, whether it's in the world of wrestling or You've got whatever dream you have. And there are always the people who you think will be the biggest supporters that end up not supporting you at all, you know, that they don't, they don't like your stuff. They, you know, they won't repost your stuff. They, you know, you can win all of the awards and, you know, you, you won't ever get their approval because they don't seem to think that you can do it. And so I think the Kill Billy represents a lot of people who have those dreams. And, uh, you know, right now, Sunny Days represents a lot of those people who don't believe in us. And right. uh, as DJ Khaled said, they didn't believe in us, but God did. And I think that uh, the Kill Billy is going to put, put, do some work, some big work at mm-hmm. Still Here 5.
0: Oh yes. And if, if, if his appearances in the last three or four rumble jacks are any indication uh i think maybe there'll be some weaponry involved perhaps um and call uh, the fire department yeah exactly so yeah and don't forget that flaming elbow that came off the top rope went mm-hmm. right into the heart of sunny days
2: coincidentally
0: yes. so yeah. um you know i don't know if that was part of why sunny attacked him the other night uh you know on top of just not believing in him i don't know but You know, the
2: other thing, too, is sometimes people are only satisfied leaving you where they met you. Mm. So meeting Kill Billy as a cameraman, it's okay that we're friends as long as I'm the one in the spotlight and you're the one behind the scenes filming me. But you don't get to be in the spotlight, too. And you don't get to surpass me, potentially. And I think this is part of the issue here again, that a lot of people deal with. You know, I'm sure the three of us at some point have dealt with people looking at us saying, oh, we liked you when you were behind the scenes, but now all these things are, I don't don't know. You know, they start to get real funny. And so I think that, again, is leading to this. I don't think that Dylan or Sunny Days is satisfied with seeing the Kill Billy somewhere other than behind a camera and editing photos and videos. And I think, this is a problem when you underestimate somebody and what they are fully capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And so the kill Billy is going to have a lot of fight in him, you know, and I think Dylan uh, sunny days is going to fight as well to try to keep the kill Billy down.
0: Yeah. It Some was uh, one of the lines and I, I, I probably won't get it exactly right, but got a huge reaction from the crowd and made me even go like, Oh boy. As uh, when he said something along the lines of, is it because, my career is taking off while your career is starting to fizzle. And mm-hmm. Brown was like, Oh, and even mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you know, I'm yeah. standing there in the ring. Like, you know, and, and here's the thing. And you know, uh, we've, we all talked to Tony Schiavone and we know how he feels about trying to interview somebody and then they take the mic mm-hmm. away. Yeah. And yeah, So anyways, uh, I will say that I don't know if it got picked up on the mic, but Dylan, I mean, Nathan did ask me politely, do you mind? Because mm-hmm. initially I was going to stand there and do an interview with him. Yeah. And then he, yeah. But he was so fired up. He took the mic and just wanted to go off. Yeah. So then like I was awkwardly in the corner listening to this and seeing the fire and the passion going, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and In my mind, I'm thinking, I remember seeing this video earlier this week when Sonny attacked out of nowhere. So I'm yeah. kind of, you know, looking over my shoulder thinking, yeah. all right, if he gets in the ring, I'm bailing real quick. Right. right. But uh, anyways, it's going to be nuts. Uh mm-hmm you know, we've seen what Nathan's capable of GB. Like I just said, you and I have called numerous matches from all over the country where he's been involved in some crazy, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm not too sure. And the thing is if Dylan or Sonny or whoever you want to, whatever you want to call him, if he hasn't believed in them, I'm wondering if he's watched much of Nathan's stuff, whereas you and I have, so we know what he's capable of. I don't Mm -hmm. know that, that Dylan or or Sonny is uh, aware so I we're gonna know. find out though, but it's gonna be wild. And uh, anyways, moving on to the next matchup here. Danny Jordan was back in singles action, taking on the returning Heather Monroe, who we had not seen since, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, last still here. So mm-hmm. it had been about eleven months. Yeah. And uh yeah, Heather was back in town taking on Danny Jordan, the face of the women's division here in SHW, looking to prove a point. And uh man, what a great matchup it was between two very, very talented competitors.
1: If we can just get more matches like this, can we, can we please, can, can we make an order for more matches like this? I mean, the women have so much to give. They really yeah. do. I just wish there was more of it, but oh God, this was a great match. Heather and Danny back and forth, back and forth. Um, I've noticed lately that Danny's been winning a lot of submissions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm like she has her j-drop right and that is amazing i love that move but then she's winning on submissions and yeah. and that's that's a whole nother ball game
0: we need we need mm-hmm. to ask her what she calls that Fujiwara armbar like i don't know if it's something to do with misdemeanor like how can we weave that into the name somehow yeah. uh i don't know i have to talk to her we need to next time we see her see if she's got some new yeah. names to give us because obviously the j-drop which I've i've been we've been calling for years now uh, right. but yeah these submission moves like what what is she calling them you know, right. I, know. Right.
1: I want to see this again i even talked to heather afterwards and i was like please please come back please. yeah i know you're i know she's with david and she's she said they're able to travel together i said even if david can't come just come back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to see more of you we we'd love to see more of you and and yeah. it is what it is you know Heather, that we need to talk to jake do we need to talk to jake brandon can you call him
2: I mean I mean you got his number.
0: Oh boy. Can, can you
1: can you drop that line so we can mm-hmm. see what's going on? We we need we need more of this. We need more of this. I will just... put it
0: this way with Jake. He he if he needs something he reaches out. I don't text him. I don't bother him. I know better than that. <laughs> but if he needs me to relay a message, he'll let me know. That's that's as far as that goes. Just, Fair just enough. for everybody else out there who needs, to, who's feeling like, <laughs> oh, let's tell Brenda to tell Jake this, so no, he no, won't no, no, even no. leave you on red. It's just like
1: nothing, right, right,
0: okay. right. right, right. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. So it, it,
2: you know, so there's a couple of interesting things. Interesting mm-hmm. thing number one, obviously, the match was absolutely fantastic, as we knew it would be. You know, these two, as we mentioned in the pre-show, battled back in October of 2021. Heather Monroe got the win. You know, obviously a lot has changed for both of them since then. Danny returning from injury. Heather, you know, really going out to travel throughout the country to uh, improve her skills and to, you know, hone her craft and did all the things. A great, great, great match. The comments that Danny had at the end where she said, you know, I've been looking for something. We're all looking for something. And it looks like it's not going to be here. So maybe I need to go elsewhere to get it. And, you know, she didn't say the words, but, you know, it was the silent P, right? Like the silent P is a women's championship.
0: One of the other comments that Danny said after the match was that she was going to look somewhere else for. Which is a tragedy. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh but what ended up happening was the very next night at Anarchy, at their 25th anniversary show, she sent in a promo video calling out the NWA World Women's Champion, Kenzie Page, who had a match on that show. Kenzie then grabbed the microphone and answered that challenge and challenged Danny to the NWA World's Women Championship at Still Here Five. So that's uh, crazy. That will be on the line. The, the, the cool thing is we're going to have an
2: NWA women's world title match at right. Southern Honor at Still Here 5. That is going to be amazing. And I think the entire home team is going to be pulling for Danny Jordan to become the new NWA women's world champion. Extremely prestigious, obviously. Great people have held that title. Camille over 860 days like it's a it's a thing mm-hmm. and I'd be okay if Danny was going as the Southern Honor Women's Champion mm-hmm. fighting for the NWA Women's World Title but if by her own admission that's the only way she can get women's uh, women's
0: gold yeah Lucy we got some explaining to do mmm Cruel holding the IWTV world championship. That was our next match. Cruel defending that IWTV independent wrestling world championship against the action champion Adam Priest, which uh, this makes two months in a row that both the action title belt itself and the action owner and uh, president and chief in charge, whatever you want to call him. Matt Griffin was in the building two months in a row. I couldn't believe it. And both times on the microphone. Like, who keeps... And I know it wasn't your fault, Diana, but somebody kept giving him a live mic, and nobody in the building wanted to hear anything he had to say. He was very rude. Yeah. So, on top of that match, I mean, this match, there were so many different threads that were going on here. Uh, First of all, great match. You have two guys that were best friends at one point, you know, thick as thieves, putting on a great match, because here's the thing. There's there's always a size difference with cruel and whoever his opponent is always, but especially with Adam priest and that's no knock to his ability, but he's not the tallest guy in the world. And -hmm. so when he's next to cruel, it's even more noticeable that he's not the tallest guy in the world. And there's quite a size disparity there. And, uh, but despite that, Adam could still put up one heck of a fight against somebody the size of cruel. Mm -hmm. So that match, was a big deal in and of itself. You've got Matt Griffin out there. You've got the returning Brooklyn who shows up out of nowhere and gets involved. Uh, Cyrus ends up coming out, getting involved. I mean, it was all kinds of chaos. I mentioned it earlier after all these, after a lot of matches, there were so many different types of chaos going on uh, that I just, again, we've said this before. We were left with more questions than answers. And so what was your take on all this GB? It was wild.
2: It was crazy. It was a lot to keep up with. And I believe after all of it, still your IWTV world champion is cruel. But the way we got there was really crazy. And uh, it looked like, you know, justice was going to be served. Brooklyn showed up to hashtag stand by her man. But then that didn't work. Like, I don't know why she picked this forum to take off her ring, put it in another man's pocket, and ultimately attempt to cost Cruel, the IWTV world champion. There's an awful lot going on that clearly we don't understand.
0: At at one point, Matt Griffin, the ref got taken out, and Matt Griffin throws on a ref shirt because mm -hmm. he's an IWTV representative. And I guess that made it okay for him to be the official. I don't know. It was insane.
2: Yeah. They tried a lot of things to get that IWTV world title off of Cruel, who at this point uh, has been champion now for about 313 days, you know, and uh, it's been quite the rain. But for Cruel, who is a monster, I'm just trying to figure out how he feels with Brooklyn turning on him And of all things, taking off her wedding ring and handing it to another man—like, what are we? I—it's a lot. I think they need therapy.
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit.
1: Who's gonna sit in on that one?
0: Could you imagine? You remember when, like, Doctor Shelby? Remember when Kane and (laughs) Daniel Bryan had to go to therapy? Yeah, Yeah, Doctor Shelby. That's what I was was thinking. Yeah, that's who needs to sit in with Cruel and Cruel and Brooklyn and Adam Priest. Mm-hmm. and matt griffin yeah. just all four of them yeah. and maybe cyrus <laughs> mm-hmm. send him to 90 oh yeah and, last and, so and cyrus yeah my
1: thing is matt's whole deal was he's not cruel is not the IWTV champion before
0: you get there diana i said the exact same thing to gerard on i know commentary. i heard
1: you do it on commentary i was, I was like, like thank god somebody mm-hmm. else said the same thing because i said it in the ring i was like hold on Yeah, You're going to announce Adam Priest as the next IWTV champion (laughs) when you're already claiming that Cruel is not the real champion. So which is Mm -mm it? Who's your champion? Because it sounds like you're accepting Cruel as your champion, which he should be because he is. He He is is the real. I don't know where this other, I hadn't even seen this other title. I will say that I I got to hold this world championship title in my hands as they were, Mm. were wrestling for it. Friday night and, and and it's it's very nice. Yes. <laughs> Brooklyn, I've never I, I can't imagine I can't remember one time I was actually happy to see her come mm-hmm. out. But I was happy to see her come out and, and and take up for Cruel. But it didn't last long. It was like she was there maybe five minutes and, and switch. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? H- how does that happen? And I get it. I get it. I get it. Cruel has been all over the country. There's been this Casey girl that he's been like, doing these matches with and all this other. There, there's something out there somewhere. And I can imagine being the wife. You're not always able to go. There may be some feelings there. I don't know, but this is your husband. Why you did know? she
2: put it in Adam's why did put pocket? It
1: in, in, oh, why did you put it in Adam's pocket? that gave me so many more questions. What's going
0: on? Who knows? Mm. <clears throat> what I do know is that Cyrus coming out of the end, holding up that it IW- more confusing. Yeah. Holding up that IWTV championship. And now it's been announced that he's getting a shot at that championship. It's still here five. So you're going to have the two big behemoths. If you'll remember last year, it's still here. For it was Cyrus versus Judas at the time uh, in a Last Man Standing, which he defeated, right. Mm-hmm. And so now he got two more big bulls. So was here. he
1: coming out to just kind of shoe Adam Priest away, say, "No, you know this is my opportunity." Was he doing that? Because it, I mean, I'm so confused.
0: that's how it looked to me. And the other thing too yeah. is, I think Adam Priest probably dodged a bullet because cruel. I mean, because uh, Cyrus has made it known that he wants that title belt. And if Adam Priest had somehow won it, Cyrus was gonna come after him. Yeah. <laughs> and he already took a to beating power. from uh cruel. Mm-hmm. So huh, I don't know. But uh yeah. I'm gonna be is...
1: looking for more to unfold from this. And I know something's coming. We something's coming.
0: Well we'll see next month. I mean, like I said, that match has been made official. It's on the it's on the poster. So to be cruel and atro or the atrocity cruel and Cyrus for the IWTV World Championship. But will
1: it be cruel in Brooklyn?
0: Oh, will it just be cruel something tells me it won't be brooklyn after what happened mm. last month i don't know
1: i don't I know. know you got a month you know i mean things happen they, they do mm-hmm. still have they have kids together they have mm. home they have lives they
0: who knows i who do knows? know that cruel will be uh taking on the killbilly at the grundle run uh this coming weekend but uh mm. anyways that's all i know <laughs> mm. i feel i hope i just hope the killbilly one day up at enough. a time yeah. one
1: day
0: oh well, anyways, moving on from there, we had the Jake the Snake Legacy Championship match. Chip Day defending against Owen Knight. Two bad boys. boys. Two bad boys, Diana. What What were your thoughts?
1: It was so good. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so good. I want to see this one again. I can't wait to comes back out on IWTV, so I can rewatch watch this one. Mm-hmm. Fire match. Fire mm-hmm. match. Two different styles, but...
0: And not even uh, the match itself. I mean, the match was great. We knew it was going to be. Uh, that's a main mm-hmm. event anywhere in the world. Yes. And yep. uh, it was kind of uh, what happened after the match. It got everybody talking with uh, all the chaos that ensued after that, sure. which ended up, again, setting up next month with a six-man challenge for the JTS Legacy Championship. <sighs> GB, yeah. Owen, and Chip. I what a to- match,
2: you know, I think, I think we all knew this match was gonna be incredible. It's one of my mm-hmm. dream matches for anything mm-hmm. SHW. And it delivered as we knew it would, Uh, you know, Chip Day right now, I'm gonna go so far as to say it's the best we've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. You know, he is on fire. This is where he's wanted to be to hold a championship that has meant a lot to him, you know, to finally be recognized individually as a champion well-deserved, holding a title that means the world, Jake the Snake, he gets to actually help really add to the legacy of that title. What a match, what a moment. And I think everybody's realizing the prestige of that title as well. Mm
1: -hmm. So we
2: saw a number of faces come out of the woodworks Mm -hmm. to say, I want to stake my claim to this championship. And so it's going to lead to what I believe is going to be a six-pack challenge, for the jake the snake legacy championship and this is going to be wild i you know i'm intrigued to see what the rules will be like what all of the things will in, entail but man i think this is going to be a great big challenge for for chip day
0: but yeah. he issued it who
1: is confident enough to throw that out there for all these?
0: that's the thing yeah he he's the one that challenge. put it out there exactly because yeah. all these guys entered the ring you had the kid uh, Owen, Kyle Matthews, Nogicism, and Shoot Taylor surprising the crowd. Yes. Uh, as soon as that music hits, man, everybody, Shoot, Shoot, mm-hmm. Shoot, yeah. Taylor. I mean, everybody gets hyped when that comes on. It's funny yeah. because it went from Owen Knight having the most hype entrance music to now he has one of the most, like, depressing entrances, and now you have Shoot it's Taylor. dark
1: side. So now this I feel like, it
0: well, it's depressing t- for the crowd because we're all kind of bummed <laughs> that he's changed it. Uh, yeah. And I say we because I I we're fans too, and mm-hmm. so yes. now that it's not his original song, it's it's not nearly as hype as it used to be. And yeah. I feel like Chip or uh, Shoot Taylor's song now takes the role of the hypest entrance music, and uh, is hypest hypest? Yeah, the hypest most hype most, most hype. hype most, hype. Yes. most hype. hypest. I'm going to use hypest I think, anyway. <laughs> I think this match
1: is going to end up in a lot of developments that are going to come about as far as um you're going to be one winner, mm-hmm. right? But you got six people in this match. It's kind of it's kind of a rumble, Jack Feel you know, think new things start, new new sparks come about, and yeah. new feelings get hurt, and um, you know people get rubbed wrong, and who knows what happens from here? I mean, um, shoot, shoot, and Owen have been having this thing. Owen and Naja's been having this thing. Yep. You got mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Kenway is it Kenway.
0: Yeah. Kenway,
1: and then. Kenway and uh, Kyle, mm-hmm. Kenway and Chip, and Chip, mm-hmm. Chip and Kyle, Chip
0: and Owen—all yeah. very explosive elements. I
1: mean, this.
0: Yeah, this
1: is a whole show by itself.
0: Mm-hmm. But bottom line, coming out of 54 was Chip Day retaining that title. Yes, and then of course Chip Day laying out that six-man challenge. So uh, more power to him. He's confident, like you guys said, he's defended mm-hmm. it successfully two times in a row. And uh, thus far, proved to be a great inaugural JTS Legacy Champion, and uh, that's going to bring us to our main event for the evening: the six-man tag team match. Of course, we mentioned at the beginning of the show David Ali being taken out by the end game, and uh, we weren't sure one if you. One more was-
2: thing. I'm sorry, I got one more thing to add oh. to Diana's thing. I wanted to just oh. confirm it, but that is we forgot one other element: Chip Day and Shoot Taylor. Yes. Where Chip yes. eliminated Shoot from yes. the JTS Legacy Tournament. So it's one big giant gumbo. It's there you a go. whole show. It is. There Sorry. You no, there you go. Oh, there you
0: go. Yeah. But uh, back to the main event six man tag team match. Earlier in the show, we saw the endgame seemingly take out David Ali. Was he going to show up in the main event? We weren't sure. What we did know finally was that Gunnar and Corey both had arrived to the building uh, and it Started out as basically a handicap match, a three on two handicap. And the end game was basically, you know, the numbers game was just too much. And Gunner and Corey were struggling and looked to be in trouble. And then here comes the savior, all bandaged up and made his way to the ring uh, like a house of fire. Kind of shocked everybody because, like we said at the beginning of the show, I thought there's no way this guy's going to make it back out here for the main event. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, a little over two hours later or whatever. But still, you know, we hadn't received a medical update throughout the night, so I, we weren't sure, but I just thought there's no way. It just goes to show you the the fortitude of David Ali to be able to dig down deep, and it showed how badly he wanted to get in there and get some momentum with a victory over the end game, especially over Julius, uh heading into their main event championship match at the anniversary next month. So uh, your thoughts on the Savior making his way back out there for the main event?
1: Well, I know pre-show we talked about which David we would get. He said probably the teacher.
0: The educator.
1: The educator. Yeah. Then he got the beat down from the end game and he needed a savior. Yeah. But I think what we got was that street fighter. Mm-hmm. Who can take a beating like that and come back hot and fiery like that and just crack heads other right. than a street fighter so that –
0: i'm going with that that. i I love that he did that i love that he came out
1: and just made he he pinned the champion i was gonna
0: say you can say it loud proud he pinned the champion yeah by the way not not only did he pin him that's the first time ever he's been in the shw ring the first time ever yeah. that Judas has been pinned to the mat. Yes, he may have yes. lost that Last Man Standing match, but he didn't get pinned to the mat. No. And in the right. uh, the other time he lost in the ring, I think it was like a six man scramble, or might have been a uh, some sort of war games or something, where like mm-hmm. five guys he, had yeah, there's like five guys had to pin him or something. But there's mm-hmm. not been one person to ever pin him to the mat in an SHW ring until was the a other
1: statement. night. There's not one
0: man that can pin me. Right, mm-hmm. not and one da- man. Mm-hmm. And David, David did it.
1: David did
0: it. Can he do it again? Three seconds. That's all it's going to take next month. All it takes.
2: This was a, a necessary moment for, for David Ali, who we thought was eliminated, basically. And we were wondering if he'd even make it to still hear five. So to come out of this with a win and with the pinfall. Yeah. Huge. Huge. So the question is, can he do it one more time? When it really counts with all of the gold on the line. This is the position he wanted to be in. He came back. He went away to Chicago to, to again, find himself to become even better, you know, and came back, won the Rumble, Jack, which said a lot. Now it's all about Still Here 5. Can he become the new champion? We'll find out in October.
0: Oh, it's going to be nuts. There's already uh, nine huge matches on this card. Five championship matches. Wow. Uh, and then, of course, DDP will be in the house for a special meet and greet. All of this Yo. is going down October 6th. It's still here five. And again, we'll be uh, previewing and pumping up that show in the coming weeks. But, man, SHW 54, what a night it was. And what a build to our, dare I say, our biggest show ever. Uh, you know, I, we always say still here's the biggest show of the year. Well, this is our biggest show ever. This is a five year anniversary. Oh, it's something I wanted to show you guys. I was doing a little cleaning around the house and I found some old documents, some old papers, some old flyers. I found the very first still here flyer. Oh, that uh, I want to show you. I don't know if it'll show up good on the camera. Wow. Yeah, there that. it is. Wow. Wow. Wow! So this was a war games match, and at the top of the flyer, it was a it was nine men, three teams. Okay, so you had one team was the New Era, led by AC Mack, who was the champion. It was AC Lee Johnson and Owen Knight. Then you had Lethal Poison, led by Corey Hollis, along with mm-hmm. Judas at the time and Brady Pierce. Mm-hmm. And then you had the team of Fear, which was Sunny Days and Logan Creed at the time, and their partner, uh. Allen Angels. Mm-hmm. So, and, mm-hmm. and the crazy stipulation in that match was whoever got the pinfall would become the new the champion. champion. And I tell yeah. you what, AC Mack did not like that stipulation one bit. And that's actually where Logan Creed became the champion after powerbombing power bombing Corey Hollis win. through the mm-hmm. ring. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, on the bottom the here, I'm not sure if this has every match on here, but it's got four more at the bottom. There was a, a tag team match. The new era, which consisted of David Ali and Danny Jordan taking on, it was listed here as Shannon Moore and Lindsay Snow. Shannon couldn't make it at the last minute. It ended up being the innovator of violence. Tommy Dreamer teaming right. with Lindsay Snow in that tag team that. match. Then you had Ashton Star versus Sean Dean. Sean mm-hmm. Dean being managed by our old pal, Logan Chase That's at the time. Right. You had, oh, somebody you check had, on Logan. <laughs> you <laughs> had one of the early singles matches in SHW with Joe Black and William Huckabee. That's right. And you had a tag team match, Matt and Joey Lynch versus not yet rated, which is Jordan Mm -hmm. Kingsley and Kevin Ryan, the inaugural SHW champ. So, man, I saw this amongst some other stuff too, and just taking a trip down memory lane and thinking to myself, holy cow, has it been five years already? Like, how did that happen? Amazing. Amazing. But, anyways, I can't wait till our fifth anniversary, October 6th. It's going to be awesome. But again, we got a lot more talking about that in the coming weeks right here on this podcast. But that's gonna do it for tonight. And until we see you next time, this has been
1: SHW.
0: This is our
1: wrestling.